G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. On a Wednesday, we do like to check in on the latest breaking news headlines out of Israel and the Middle East. And our last update for the year, Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines and back with us again. Ron, welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Hey, Ron, let's touch on some of the headlines this week. Benjamin Netanyahu has until December 21st to confirm his new coalition. What's the story here? Yeah, President Isaac Herzog granted Likud leader and Prime Minister-designate Netanyahu 10 additional days to finish forming a government, but the President indicated concern that the coalition being assembled is set to be the most right-wing in Israel history, which could potentially damage Israel's democratic checks and balances, he said. The presumed incoming Prime Minister formally asked Herzog for the maximum extension of two weeks, saying that the complexity of cobbling together his coalition required extra time. But Herzog gave him only 10 days. Netanyahu's 28-day mandate to assemble a government was set to expire at midnight last Sunday night. He will now have, as you said, until December 21 to form the government. Herzog did not specify why he chose not to grant Netanyahu the maximum extension. Well, change is on its way. Let's go to another headline. Israel and the United Arab Emirates confirming a free trade deal. What's the detail here? Big dollars here. A free trade deal between Israel and the United Arab Emirates has been ratified by both countries. The Emirati Minister of State for Foreign Trade announced at the weekend. Zani al Zayudi described the Comprehensive Economic Partnership Agreement as a major step in our foreign trade agenda, saying it will eliminate all reduce or reduce tariffs on 96% of products, providing a major boost to industrial and service sectors. It's Israel's first free trade deal with an Arab country and was signed in late May following months-long negotiations. A range of goods will be impacted, among them food, medicine and fertilisers. Non-oil trade between Israel and the UAE, which was first normalised relations as part of the US-mediated Abraham Accords in 2020, reached two billion US dollars in September, which they describe as up 114% from the same period in 2021. Ron, casting our eyes further to the east of Israel and Iran, has reportedly halted finances to fund Palestinian terror groups. What's developing here? They're starting. Iran has stopped channeling funds to a number of Palestinian factions the Palestinian newspaper Al-Quds has announced. The paper quoted unnamed informed sources in Lebanon saying that the factions are currently suffering from a financial crisis 
because of the Iranian move. The source did not name the factions that have been affected. However, we can guess it's believed that Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, and the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine are among the factions that depend on funding from Iran. The source said the reason for halting the aid was unknown, though it may be speculated the ongoing protests and violence in Iran is one of the big issues. That's right, all sorts of unrest in Iran. And now the Iranian leader Khamenei's niece has been sentenced to three years in jail for criticising the Islamic regime. What's happening here? Yeah, the niece of Iran's Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei was sentenced to three years in prison after she publicly criticised the regime and expressed her support for the protests. Faridi Marikani, who is part of a branch of Khamenei's family that has long criticised the regime, was picked up by police on November 23rd, and she's been held since. Her lawyer, Mohammed Hussain Agassi, tweeted that she was tried in the clerical court, independent of the country's judiciary, and only answers to the Supreme Leader, in, even though Khani is not a cleric. Agassi said he was barred from attending the hearing, where his client was initially sentenced to 15 years behind bars. The court did accept his appeal, though, and shortened her sentence to three years. Ron, back to Israel and another headline. Kindergarten in Jerusalem will study English in the next school year. How does this one look? I was very impressed by this because, quite frankly, when I lived in Jerusalem, so many spoke English, I, I thought it was already in the schools. But English studies will be integrated into Jerusalem children's curriculums as early as preschool, the Israel Capital's municipality has announced. In March 2023, the Jerusalem municipality will launch a pilot program with the cooperation of over 50 kindergartens across the city, which will begin teaching its kindergartens English as a second language at the cost of 2 million shekels. And Ron, we are counting down the days to Christmas and this year Christmas and the Jewish holiday Hanukkah coincide on the 25th of December. How does this all work? Well, they're both very important holidays for different reasons to different groups of people. But while they hold many differences, there are many similarities. Each of them is largely defined by commemorating an event in history. And we all know Christmas is a holiday that commemorates the birth of Jesus. Hanukkah is a Jewish holiday celebrated on the 25th of Kislev in the Hebrew calendar, which falls around December every year. This year, Hanukkah falls December 18 to 26. Hanukkah originated 200 years before Christmas and sometimes is referred to as the Festival of Lights. This holiday is inspired by the miracle that occurred when the Jews reclaimed their temple after Syrians had tried to take over and forced the Jews to worship other gods. When the Jews went to rededicate the temple and light the menorah's eight candles, they realized they didn't have enough oil. Even despite the limited oil, they lit the candle, and for the next eight days the candles were lit until new oil was found and purified. 
because of this eight-day miracle, Hanukkah is now celebrated over an eight-day period to remember the miracle of the menorah. Differences between Christmas and Hanukkah are clear. Christmas is a Christian holiday, and Hanukkah is a Jewish holiday, but that's difference number one. Hanukkah, although widely celebrated among the Jewish community, is not the biggest holiday for the people. It's a relatively small holiday with no requirements to go to synagogue or to avoid work. Christmas, on the other hand, is a much bigger deal, even a federal holiday. This is because it's much more historically noted and an important holiday to the Christian faith and, of course, imperative to the gospel. Christmas is always the 25th of December, but Hanukkah can vary what day it is in today's calendar, and it's eight days long. Despite the many differences between the two, they also have quite a few things in common. Many people think the two holidays are related because they both occur in December. The holiday spirit of giving is present for both Jews celebrating Hanukkah and Christians celebrating Christmas. Giving of time and money around the holiday is valued by both people. I think the most important thing is both celebrate miracles that were delivered by God. And uh, in that, we see a unity because we serve a miracle-working God. Happy, as I would say in Jerusalem, Hag Sameach. Uh, well, Ron, uh, we'll wish one another a Merry Christmas and a Happy and Holy New Year. And uh, if there are Jewish listeners tuned in, we can very comfortably say Happy Hanukkah. Uh, it's one of those things, uh, as you say, a coinciding uh, miraculous time uh, that uh, there are uh, two different religious groups can celebrate uh, separately and somehow or other, uh, perhaps Christians celebrating that thought of Hanukkah uh, perhaps more than the typical Jew might celebrate Christmas. But uh, Ron, wonderful insights uh, and thank you so much for a great update. Thank you so much, Ron, for another great year of all these updates each Wednesday. Uh, really appreciate you very much. And appreciate you too, Neil. Happy New Year to you and Happy Christmas and a Happy Christmas to all our listeners. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.